Hey guys, welcome to the Fear to Freedom podcast. This show is hosted by Maddie Kohler and me, Alexis Manning. We're here to give you advice on all things health, fitness, faith, and mindset. This show is for women by women. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back onto the show. Today we are talking to Sarah Beth Jumper. You may also know her as Sarah Beast on Instagram. She is a nine times CrossFit regional athlete, Team USA weightlifter, wife and lover of Jesus. We are so excited to have her on the show. Today we're going to be talking about hardship and finding peace in the storm. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So like I was saying a little bit ago, um, you are just an incredible woman of faith. Um, and I followed your person or I followed you on my personal account for a while now. Um, and you're just constantly talking about your victory in Christ. And I really wanted to dive into that and talk about some of the adversity that I know that you're not a stranger to in this, um, sport in particular, but in life too. Um, and let's talk about conquering hardships and finding hope um, really in the unknown. I think it's appropriate for this time um, that we're dealing with in the world right now. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. So can you talk about some of the um, setbacks you've faced leading up to making the USA team and qualifying for Pan Ams? I know it was a really emotional journey for you. So let's just start there. Um, yes. So, well, and like throughout my sports career so I started out as a gymnast as a young age and um, that kind of laid the tone and foundation for all other sports that I've basically been a part of and um, so through that journey you know gymnastics it teaches you you know be the best and everything that you do give 110 percent to everything and so when I when I started my CrossFit journey and kind of this weightlifting journey um it it was kind of foreign to me to be so not good at a lot of different things in the CrossFit yeah. realm, but but I found myself still in a where I I qualified for regionals my very first year even trying, and so um, throughout my career in CrossFit, it I mean every year like I was knocking on the door to make the CrossFit Games, but I never actually punched that ticket. Okay. And so um, I've I've dealt with a lot of adversity, not only in you know it's 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 a part of everyday life, but I can yeah. I can talk about it you know through sport because it has been glaringly obvious in front of me. Um, and what I kept clinging on to God because I knew that He had given me gifts for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so um, do I do we do we have all the answers ever? No. But he, he designed it that way. He doesn't want us to have the answer. Um, and so I kept coming back every year after year and just knocking and trying to get better, um, knocking on the door and trying to get better and better and um, really honing on these gifts. And as I've gone on my journey with God, he's absolutely grown my faith and just completely in the process flips my world upside down basically um throughout this whole journey and um it's just really been incredible and now like i know no matter what my journey holds it's really not my journey it's not up to me it's 
it's him because he's yeah. really in control of everything. And I've really had to, like, let go and know that his way of doing things is not my way, Definitely. nor would I want it, you know, nor would I want to do it my way. I've seen, you know, my way of doing things has led to destruction and yeah. um, and so many failures, but his way of doing things is so much better. And I've really um, learned to, like, let go and trust that. And no matter, like, say the world sees it as a failure, but he doesn't see it that way. Because he's going to use it for his glory and for the advancement of the kingdom. And through seeing all of that, it's just really, it's just freeing. Because, you know, it's, it's not my life. It's he knew me before the beginning of time, and he laid the foundation for my life, and he has a plan for me, and he has his plan for me. And so we really, by him taking me deeper and showing me these things, it's like, okay, like, I'm just going to show up for the for our time together every day, Lord, and you just show me where you want to go. You show me what you want to do. And yeah. it's just, like, so exciting, no matter what this leads to, if this leads me qualifying for another team or if this leads me to hang up my shoes and never do this again, you know, I know his plan for me is best and I can rest in that. Yeah, that's awesome. And finding that peace, I think right now is something that a lot of people are searching for because absolutely this world, we it was a big shock. Everything that's going on, we know that the world is, you know, basically really freaking out. So um, I love that you mentioned that as like finding peace in knowing where your future lies. And I think that's a lot of the concern with um, things that are going on right now. Uh, so, I was like being a nurse practitioner, you know, I'm on the front lines every day. And yeah. like, I know this is a scary time, but we really, if I have to say that if you are scared, then do you have Christ? Because he says, he himself is peace, and he holds the keys to death and Hades. He has defeated this. There is nothing that sneaks up on him. There yeah. is nothing, like, he knows that this is going to happen, and he knows exactly. what's going to happen. He knows who's going to get sick from this. And we really have, if we're, if our eyes are anywhere else other than him, we're going to be, you know, tossed to and fro in the wind. But if if our eyes are on him, he is peace. Like, you can't have anything other than the fruits of the Spirit. Really love, joy, peace, rest. Um, And so I I would encourage anyone that's listening to this, just fixate your eyes on him. Saying, oh, where is he? Why isn't he speaking? Go to to the Word of God. He is speaking. He's always speaking. He's always there. And we have to cling to his promises and what he tells us. And that is that he never leaves us. We are never alone. And we always have him. So a great place to start, especially in these scary times, would be like Psalms 91. Because it just says, he who rests in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And it's just like, yes, yes, Lord. Like, and he says angels encamp around us, you know, and there are angels 
with all of us right now, and the angels that are with us are more than that is with Satan. Yeah. And that is straight from the, the Word of God, and we have to cling to these promises and to Him. We have to look Definitely. to Him. We cannot rest in anything of this world. In the world, there will always be trouble and tribulation, but He has overcome this. He has yeah. overcome it, and He says it continually that He leaves us with peace and rest and come to Him. And when we look to Him, there is nothing but rest and peace. Even in, even in the midst of chaos. It can be total chaos here, which it really feels like right now. Yeah. Um, but there is complete rest in him, and we have to remember. We have to remember that and look to him. I love that. Yeah, it's so true. And, yeah, and God doesn't promise this life, this perfect life. I think sometimes people think, oh, you know, I became a Christian. I believe in God, so now I want this perfect fairy tale life. Um, but it's that is not guaranteed. We're actually guaranteed hardships and heartache and a lot of trials and rejection really um, comes with it. And I think sometimes we don't realize or new Christians, I feel maybe not realize that this is what comes with it as well. But like that constant peace is from Christ. And we know that it's true that in this time we can just, you know, offer up our, our fears and our failures and all of these things to God. And he really just gives us rest in that. So that's so beautiful. I love that. Yes, absolutely. So you've mentioned on your Instagram a lot, um, kind of about your relationship with weightlifting being kind of your form of worship or kind of how you talk to God. What is that experience like for you? Um, and this has even evolved, um, so much over the last few months, but I'll, it's it's just like an outer body experience honestly like say when you hit that PR or you do something that you never thought you could I mean it's really just like and I'm I never go into training thinking like I've got this like Mm -hmm. training every day is tough like when you're trying to push for teams and you're 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 pushing your body to the limit like you never know what you're capable of of on any given day and like I've just seen that, like, I'm so weak in this, and I have to rely on him every single second. And he makes that, you know, glaringly obvious through weightlifting. Um, And it's just on those times where, like, I'm – it's usually in the midst of those days where, like, I'm in tears and, like, I'm so sore, I can't Mm -hmm. do it, and I'm just crying out to him. And then, like, it'll be like, I'll hit a PR or something, which doesn't – you know, I don't come to those very often. Um, and so it's just an amazing feeling knowing that like, there is no way I did this in my own strength and power. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want people to think for one second that I did it in my own strength and power. And like, I want them to look at my life and say, like, there's something different about her. There's, you know, she is not relying on herself. She's relying completely on God and like, it is a different life, you know, when you're just yes. completely surrendered and you're just like, okay, God, use me in any way you want to. And if this is it, then great. But, you know, there's days where I have failures and that's fine too yeah. because I, I know his hand is on me and every single step is his journey for me, you know. So Definitely. there's just complete peace, you know. But I really see it's just like when you're – when you're so pressed on, 
from every side and you can really feel it in, in a sport that mm-hmm. it's just um, like you can really feel, almost feel his presence with you and that he surrounds you and that he's going to protect you and guide you and lead you. And it's, um, it's just, I know that he's given me these gifts and it's like, how could I not boast about anything but him? Because yeah. I can't even function every day if I didn't have him, you know? Yeah. So that's oh, what I, I really that. want to, to just like turn people to him because like he has so many blessings and just so many great things in store. And like you said before, not every day is great. Um, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, sometimes the moment before a PR is like you're down on your knees, you're praying, you're in tears, yeah. you're sobbing, or, you know, you could have months and months of like just terrible dark times. But, you mm-hmm. know, by clinging to him and just praying, crying out to him, like you will see those those fruits and you will see it pay off, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So do you have a moment when you were like, okay, this is my purpose. Like I was made to be a weightlifter, obviously anything that you're, that God gives you a passion for, that is your purpose. But did you have a moment in your life where you knew that this was what you were made for? Um, no. And I still don't have that. All I know, the only thing I do know is, um, <laughs> I know that's probably a weird question or like a weird answer. Um, but all I know is Jesus. I know God. I know that he created me for Christ to live in me and to, to live through, through me to the world so that by seeing me, that there are others saved because of that. Um, and I know that he's given me gifts and I would love, like I used to say, oh, he's given me these gifts for this specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And I would love to, like, yes, I do think my life will always be associated with fitness and CrossFit and weightlifting and, like, mm-hmm. health and wellness. And I'm going to use the gifts that God gave me. But, you know, he shapes things up every day. And um, as soon as you think you've figured it out, he's going to flip it upside down. You yeah. know, if you if you try to take back control in any way, I think he will like, he likes to flip it upside down and say, yeah. no. No, I don't yeah. think so because you're starting mm-hmm. to rely on yourself and he won't allow that. Yeah. No. And um, it's so, so easy to do because, you know, I mean, our pride likes to be like, oh, yeah, I did that. Like, I worked really hard. And, like, obviously you're coming in, you're putting in the training hours, you're doing all of these things. But at the end of the day, it isn't about you. Um, no. It's really right. beautiful that you recognize that. And you're so bold about it, especially on your Instagram. I mean, I have read you know, so many great things that you've written and you're always taking that praise and you're putting it where it's supposed to be and that's on Christ. And I just admire that so much. Um, Have you had times where you were fearful to share your faith, um, especially on a bigger social media platform and things like that? Have you had moments like that? Um, I I would say um, a little bit of yes, like in my former years. Mm -hmm. But then... um, in the last, I would say about three or four years ago, like God flashed himself upon me and I like no work, like no working of God is of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I want to be very clear about that. Like it was in a desperate time. I was going through a bad, um, like I was going through a divorce and like, it was Mm -hmm. just awful. And like, 
it was an awful time in my life and I was really desperate and just really seeking God and um, you know, just how did I end up here and like, you know, and he really flashed himself upon me and like it was like a Job experience. It was like um Paul or Saul on the Damascus Road and or it was like John in Revelation where or Isaiah, um, you know, when God showed himself to them and like they had like a woe is me moment mm-hmm. or um, John Bell is dead. And like, he literally just like poured his love out on me. Like I can't describe it in any other way than that. And like, yeah. I've been, like he changed my life that day. And so I, I like, I can't, and I can't deny him. Like, even if I wanted to not profess about him, like mm-hmm. there is, I know that Christ is like reigning on the throne in me and is constantly like in Romans where they say you're a slave to righteousness is like, I feel the agony of Christ in me crying out all the time. And it's like, I want the whole world to have what I have. Yeah. And like, I want everyone to know God and see him like, I have seen him. And I I say see. I have not seen God. No one has seen God. But it's like the way he flashed himself upon me and has given me certain visions and things. It's just like you want that for everyone. When you have that and you have that security and you have that, like, when he's shed his love on you or any he's done anything for you, like, you want that for everyone else. And so, yeah. I feel him like it's just like daily when I'm having my quiet time. It's like if he shows me something, like how dare I not put that out to the world? Because if he changed my life or like he spoke to me that day through that, then why can't he use that to speak to someone else? Definitely. And so it's just, I think once God really, you know, and and you can go and you can ask God for this. Like I really want to encourage people just, if you are lacking in some area, go and ask him. He is readily mm-hmm. available and he is at your beck and call. Um, and if you don't know how, like, we, we have to understand how much God loves us because all fear and doubt and anxiety come from when we don't rest in that. You yeah. know, when we don't really, when it really boils down to it, do we know how much God loves us? Yeah. And when, and that question answers literally everything. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't know how much God loves you, go ask him, ask him to show you. Oh my goodness. Because he, when he flashes himself and his love upon you, it's like, there is nothing else. Like nothing else matters. No. And, um, and, and that's through his son, through Christ and the ultimate sacrifice that he made for us. But it's really once all of that really happened for me. And I grew up in church. And I, Okay, that's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah, like, what is no, your background? Tell us yeah. a little bit about that, too. Yeah, and I grew up in church. I mean, I have I made a profession of faith when I was 16 and asked Jesus into my heart. And, um, but really, you know, you have that, that euphoric stage and then the, the world hits you, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I always had, even in my, you know, from 16 up until this moment at 30, I had, um, 
had some faith and I would read my Bible every once in a while and um you know, I did Jesus calling and certain things like that, but um did I really have a true desire to go and spend time in the word every day and meet with God? I don't know. You know, like yeah. maybe maybe a little bit deep down and that she's being really honest and mm-hmm. I lived a really low level of Christianity. You know, mm-hmm. um, and by when God did this in my life, it was an immediate change. And it was, it like I said, it was like these moments, these moments that you read about in the Bible where they literally were forever changed and they got up and they walked in a different direction. Yeah. And it was like, um, like I said, I could not deny God. I could not deny who he was, how much he loved me, and that everything in my life was by him, for him, and through him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, growing up in church, because I was similar, I grew up in church my whole life, went to Calvary chapels, went to Christian high school, Christian colleges, um, all that stuff. And I, I did walk away from Christ in college, not necessarily where it was like, I'm denying Christ, but it was more so I wasn't um, having an active relationship and I wasn't seeking to know him more. And it's so easy to get caught up in the world. Um, So what would you say to someone who feels like they just can't get it together? Um, And you know, someone who maybe has come off of a season where they didn't have a relationship with God, but they do have those roots um, and are wanting to just press in and get to know him more. Um, what words would you give to someone that may be in that place? Give up. Go, go surrender to God. Like give up completely. He did not. He did not send his son to reform us in any way. He sent his son so that we could die. We are not called to live better. We are not to be called to be better, to try harder, to do more. Uh, we are called in Christ. We are dead, and we and by Christ we are raised as a new creation. So, until we understand that, like, if if we if we don't rest in the fact that we are we when Christ went to the cross we died, and mm-hmm. when He rose. We arose again as a new creation. If we don't understand that, like, what happened on the cross, like, we will constantly be delivered to failure after failure because yeah. we we can't do it. We are powerless, mm-hmm. and we are in we are living in this world. We are literally powerless. So we have to rest in Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the, and the life that I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. So it's not that we, you know, oh, Lord, help me to be better. No. Yeah. Because that will constantly deliver you to failure. You will. Yes. You will and, and I'm not saying that's not of God because God will use every single one of those failures to draw you back to him. And mm-hmm. to take you deeper and to show you. But if I could save anyone heartache, I would say go read in Romans and like really study um, 
and I'll, I, I'll give you some books that I've uh, been, my parents have gifted me with that um, I would recommend to people because it's, awesome. it's not only by the Bible, because I, I had read Romans before, but it was never illuminated to me. Like mm-hmm. these authors that are, have been in the last four or 500 years have written that it really, as me, I sat down with my quiet time in my Bible and these books, it is like the spirit illuminated every, everything differently. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's really like, you have to rest and know, like, no, we, we die to self every day. Yeah. Like our self goes to the cross every single day and is buried. Yeah. And we have to say, here I am, God, I surrender, you know, a surrender afresh. Romans mm-hmm. 12, 1 through 2, present yourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is our reasonable service. Like, this is just, like, this is a daily thing. Like, this is a reasonable service to him that we die daily, that we take up yeah. our cross. And that's really what taking up our cross and dying daily means when Paul yeah. is telling us. So um, I would say through, um, and it was really until I gave up that I I had this moment when I gave up. And I literally was like, this is, God, there has to be something more because this is mm-hmm. not it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was literally desperate and like, I can't do this. You know, I can't. Mm-hmm. And he, he was finally like, good. I never intended you to. Yeah. I never intended you to do this. I want my son to do it for you. No, and I, I totally agree with that. Um, because I think sometimes from growing up in the church, people, I mean, we kind of get this idea that we have to be so perfect and so put together, but if you're constantly doing it out of your own self-will, um, like you said, you will always fail 10 out of 10 times. It's just a matter yeah. of when. And I feel yeah. like I've been in that boat so many times and the real transformation came with, like you said, daily surrendering, um, hourly surrendering, mm-hmm. minute by minute, especially if you're struggling with yes. certain things. I think that people, especially Christians, I feel like can be so hypocritical because we want this appearance of like we have it together. But when you are seeking Christ, um, it should just be him shining, not me being so perfect. And, you know, I never make mistakes, but it's no, I make mistakes every single day. I, I thought something bad about, you know, someone earlier today, like, you know, so I'm like, yeah, a constant battle um, of your flesh and then with the spirit. And I think sometimes people do forget that this spiritual battle is going on and your heart mm-hmm. is going to be pulled um, to the things of this world. And it's so easy. And, you know, culture has such a strong pull and mm-hmm. really we need to be rejecting what culture is saying that we're supposed to be. Um, yeah. So I think it's just so important for people to understand that. And the same thing, I have to remind myself of this every single day, you know, like, especially I've been yeah, a lifelong Christian. Like I've never not been a Christian. <laughs> well, and that's why we, we are a vessel. We are a cup. And our, as we go out today, our cup gets depleted. And that's why yeah. it's so important that the first thing that we do every morning is to go meet with God. Like, get you a quiet place, get you a, a recliner, a couch, um, a love seat, a window seat, 
your your cozy little spot, curl up with a blanket, and like go and meet with God, and and yeah. and don't pretend that He's there because He is there. Mm-hmm. You, you need to realize that He is there with you, and it's like if we don't cultivate this relationship every day, then of course we're gonna look like the world. Yeah, our cups we can't overflow unless Jesus pours into that cup. And that Definitely. only happens by us meeting with him. So as he pours into us in our in our meeting in our quiet time, as he pours into us, then then we can naturally go out today and we can overflow to other Definitely. people. Um and we have to rest in on another promise that says not only did he do all the it is finished, the the blood of uh, of the cross and the cross itself and what he did and in, in the resurrection, but that he keeps us and him keeping us means that yes, we we are we are out walking in the world, but that the flesh, our self and sin has no hold on us. Definitely. The power of that has no hold of it on us because he keeps us all the day. He keeps yeah. us moment by moment. And like I said, if you don't know these things that I'm saying, like we just have to, we just have to go ask God. Like mm-hmm. He will literally light it up for you, and He will show you. And yes, we just no. need to ask and knock and seek, and He will show us these things and and appropriate it into your heart. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Once He appropriates that into our heart, then it's like we we don't even have to think about it. It just is natural and um yeah and that just comes by him by constantly showing up for the battle and that all the battle is every day is just going to your quiet time because he's going to handle everything else yeah and so yeah go ahead too with the relationship with christ i know for myself i love how you're like the first thing when you wake up and go find that time and make it a priority i know for myself when it is not a priority my day looks completely different like my day is me probably getting a little bit more frustrated um you know me probably not having patience me not being loving towards not doing the things that god calls me to do in my everyday life um, when it could have just been as simple as taking this time to ask the Holy Spirit to fill me up. And the thing is, my pastor, before all the churches shut down, <laughs> a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, my pastor was saying, just remember that when you feel far from Christ and you don't feel like he is near, he has gone nowhere. It is typically you who yes. has walked away. Um, and he is constant and he is always there. And that's like such a beautiful concept to think about because I mm-hmm. definitely still battle with um, having a close relationship with Christ. It's, it's, you know, it's fighting these habits that I established when I was in college that I didn't realize yep. was going to affect me later on in my relationship as I've matured and got older and mm-hmm. really have reestablished my relationship. So for anyone out there who does feel like, God is not near to them. Just remember that when you're seeking him, he will draw near to you. And it is a promise. Um, yeah. And he never, he always um, lives up to his promise. So when sometimes that, a matter yeah. of your quiet time every day, like people are like, oh, I can't wake up 30 minutes earlier. I can't wake up 15 minutes earlier. Ask God. Yeah. Ask him. Ask him to make the time. And I swear your alarm, your, he will wake you up. Yeah. watch 
because I've had days like that where, I mean, it's been, you know, like really early morning and like, I think there is no way I can wake up at 4 a.m., you know, and like literally on the dime, like some days he will literally wake me up whenever he wants me to get up. And it's, and it's, he knows like he wants that time with me too. Yeah. So I've asked him and he's literally done it. Like he has created the time and, um, but also it takes diligence on our part. And, and sometimes that's, that's sometimes that's hard but we're never we're not called to I mean we're not called to easy you know Mm -hmm. like but when we rely on him and his strength and power it is easy and so that 30 minute that 30 minute extra that hour extra is is never a burden it's never going to be a burden because he's going to go and steal you in so many ways that you never expected so um always make the time or try to make the time and if you are struggling with that then just ask him to do it because he doesn't want yeah. us to operate out of our flesh definitely you know yeah definitely um no that's so great so what do you have kind of going on in your life now do you have anything that you are prepping for um training for what is kind of going on with you um so our my biggest thing that i was prepping for was pan am Pan Am Championships, Mm -hmm. and that was next month, and it has been postponed. Okay. So, um, that's we're kind of up in limbo, and so right now we're um, the national championships for weightlifting. We're going to be like um, two or three weeks after that, and so we're kind of just like planning for that now in May. Um, Yeah. But I mean, who knows? (laughs) You know, it's all up in the air. Yeah. Definitely. But even well, hey, it might yeah. give you it might give you more time to train for, you know, a little bit longer, push a little bit harder and, you know, get some PRs <laughs> versus yeah. coming so quickly next month. So blessing in the strive. No, absolutely. I mean just even making this team was just like a miracle from God to begin with. So like I knew he would have a perfect plan for every bit of it. And so I trust him and wherever he wants to take me and lead me will be. Um, and like, I say that so confidently now um, because of the experiences that I've gone through with God, but um, I, there were times when I was really stressed out about this competition yeah. and that competition. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really operated out of the flesh, I would say yeah. in myself. And um, so I don't want people to think that I'm just like have it all together because I do not. And only yeah. by God um, and his, and his love and his hand on me all the time is, has he shown me more and more of who he is. And really when I look to him, it's like, okay, nothing on this earth matters. So yeah. it's like, I just rest in him and whatever he, whatever he brings my way, you know, it will come. You know, Definitely. so. Um, no, I love that. And then just through injuries, because I've dealt with, like, I never dealt with injuries until, like, a few years ago. And so just yes. dealing with injuries and. Um, yeah. And you had been, a major injury and a major surgery. Yeah. So to come back from that, that was around 2017, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Can you talk about that experience a little bit, actually? Yes. So, um, I, 
I said, I've always competed in CrossFit and weightlifting. And so okay. I've done basically two sports the entire time. Well, right about 2014 to 16, there was a sport called grid that popped up. Okay. And it was a hybrid of CrossFit and weightlifting. It was it was CrossFit racing basically. Okay. And so um, we ha- you have teams, and um, there's YouTube videos out there. It's called Grid, and I was on the mm-hmm. New York Rhinos. And, cool. Um, I have to check it out. Yeah, it was just an amazing experience. But with that, me competing in basically three sports at this point, and all of that load, I think, on my back. Mm-hmm. Um, just took its toll, and yeah. so um, I ended up herniating a disc right before regionals in 2017, and ended up, like, I didn't want to think the worst, because I was in the best shape of my life, and we were three weeks before regionals, and I was like, this is the year, I'm going to punch my ticket to the game, but by the time I got to regionals, like, I could not use my leg. Like, it was oh – I got, I could use it, but I could tell it was so muted. Like, something yeah. was not – something was not connecting. Mm-hmm. And so, I just made it through the weekend and then immediately um, got an MRI on that Monday and, like, ended up in emergency surgery the next day um, because insane. they said, like, I'm going to lose the function in my leg if I don't have surgery. So yeah. – um, so I had surgery and then the whole goal, the whole time was just like, okay, I'm going to make it back. Like I'm not, yeah. God, God has not given me that confirmation that I'm done with competing. And so mm-hmm. it was just full blown pedal to the metal. Like after surgery, like I'm going to make it back to regionals. I'm going to get back to competing and weightlifting and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And, um, not stupidly, but like, you know, with yeah. doctors and with help of people all around me and PTs. And um, yeah. so um, I just got on, the, we came up with a plan and like the whole goal is just to make it back. And like, I just rested on like, okay, God has not given me this confirmation. I'm done. And there's everyone, like even the coaches that I had were telling me, you're done. You will never mm-hmm. make it back. Like mm-hmm. hang your boots up. It's, you know, it's like, you are done with this. You need to move on. And so I was just like, no, like, yeah. I know for facts that God has not told me that I'm done. And I know he would tell me. And yeah. so um, I rested in that and just through help of um, my husband and chiropractor and like, you know, like everything, like, yeah, made it back to regionals. And then this was the year, 2018 was like the year before CrossFit has made all these changes, you know, with okay. the sanctionals and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, and this was my ninth regional. So I've been to every single year. And so I was just like super excited to make it back. But I just felt this, like I, I was so relieved to like, I did it. Like I, you know, got myself back here and I had already stepped on stage to compete in weightlifting. And so I just remember being at regionals and like everything felt different than years mm-hmm. prior. And like, it was just like a total shift of like, I just felt this peace and it was just like God saying to me like, okay, we're done. Like, yeah, we're done. Let's like, I'll, we're going to go in a different direction. And like, yeah, 
I just knew that direction was like weightlifting and cool. making making a, an Olympic push. And I, yeah. I, God never spoke this to me. It was like through my quiet times and through spending time with him, it was just like the spirit just appropriated this to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and usually God speaks in the stillness, in the quiet, in a, in a whisper, you know, people want to think he's like, you know, this stern voice and it's really not like, no, just, so I just had this peace and I just looked at my husband and I said, okay, we're done. Like we're going to, we're done for now. Like I maybe revisit this later, but like, I just know he's pointing me to a different direction and. So we just said, okay, like, okay, God, you know. And so I knew from then on that I was going to make the push for the Olympics and I was going to, you know, do weightlifting full time. Yeah. And, um, and like, and I had never been willing to, like, pull the plug before. I mean, I've had people over the years, like, say, oh, you're so much better at weightlifting. Like, just focus on that. Just focus on that. Yeah. But, like, I can, I can really never give CrossFit up. Yeah. Like, I just well, especially knew. with your background too. So yeah. Yeah, and so I just felt, and I knew God would give me that confirmation. I just, you know, you just never know when. And so yeah, it um it finally came to me, and you know, so I how dare I deny him that? And so I was just like, okay. And then through through my weightlifting journey, I've always felt that I've had a social media following to you know for his kingdom yeah so like I have maybe maybe I felt in the past that this was my purpose and like Mm -hmm. this this was my platform to share the gospel and to share what God has done in my life and how dare I not put it out there and like this is why he's created me and like even in the last like six months is I feel like God is like laughed at that <laughs> and I'll explain I'll explain what I mean um because like I feel like we have these plans for our life and we we tend to like try to make plans because yeah that's just who we are instinctively that we get it from Adam like our we mm-hmm. get a fault we get a fallen brain a fallen nature from Adam like we yeah. really do Adam and Eve in the garden like they took of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. This was, when they ate of that tree, that gave us a knowledge apart from God. Like, he never intended us to have a brain that thinks apart from him or yes. that is not that is not fully and absolutely dependent on him moment by moment. Mm-hmm. And so we, we in our fallen brain like to have these plans and like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, I'm going to have my social media, and I'm only going to use it for God's glory. And God's going to get the glory from weightlifting and that, you know, and CrossFit and everything that I do. And since, like, I've, I've kind of, I've been going through a little bit of, of a re-injury since October. And, um, you know, everything that we go through, good or bad, like, it has to be filtered through him first. So if they... Yeah. If we have an injury, our first inclination is to think God's punishing us, God is um, mad at us, or, you know, how could he do this to us? How could he? But I look at it as, um, I know this now because I had all the time to spend with him. 
I think mm-hmm. this is important for people because all we have is time right now, and that's what he really wants is our time, you know. Um, yeah. And, and I was really just not angry, but, yes, angry that this has happened again. Like, why is my back flared up? Why yeah. am I dealing with this? Um, why has this happened? And, you know, all these instinctive questions, and when really it's just like, don't tell me how to get my glory. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like what he told me through, like, you know, in in an instant, this career could be taken from me, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and then who are you after that? Exactly. Exactly. And like, and really like, how dare I hold on to this more than him? Yeah. How dare I hold on to, even if I'm going to use it for his glory? Like, no. Yeah. Like, anything, anything that you're holding, you're holding yeah, on anything to Yeah, anything that's going before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And so, whereas I had kind of elevated, you know, this, it's just in our nature, like, like in my nature as an athlete to like push myself to be the best and to, yeah. I want to be, I want to be the best in the world. I want to be the best that ever took the stage. I want to be, you know like an Olympian. I want to step on that stage and represent Team USA and use it for God's glory. But it's like, he's like, what if I don't have that plan for you? You know, Mm -hmm. like, what if I have something so much better for you, but you're ruining your life by holding on to it more than me. You know, like, like, obviously. And it becomes your identity. Like, I think we get so wrapped up in these things. Yeah. Be like, this is who I am. And if I'm not this, then no one's going to, need me anymore no one's gonna you know give me that applause for being you know this amazing athlete and things like that and if it's going before Christ then it has to go right and even like I don't even know that I necessarily thought of it as like this is my identity but like Mm -hmm. I was definitely holding on to it too tightly and like being an athlete involves being so selfish and he's literally flips that upside down and like like I was just way too selfish you know what I mean like like I literally had to plan out my entire week and my training schedule and Mm -hmm. just like he's literally now like I have nothing to do but just open my hands and surrender it to him every day and like know that he has it and then like I've literally had to come to the point where okay, if I get my training in today, great. If I don't, then that wasn't his plan for me. Now, yeah. now does that take discipline some days? Yes. And like, am I, exhausted? am I exhausted at 8 p.m. and still having to walk out in the garage and do it? Sometimes, yes. But yeah. like, if he calls me to something else and I'm to be his servant and at his feet at all times, if he calls me to go do something else or like, you know, say my mom calls and she needs me to run errand. Like, yeah, like that, everything has gone through him. Like, there yeah. are other, and, and there were times where I would be like, could not function unless I got my training in. And yeah, so it's just been little things where it's like, even as an athlete, like, if you're going, if you're asking God to take you deeper, like, really, and I'm not saying self evaluate, but He will not allow you to go deeper without revealing more of self and getting rid of it yeah so um and 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 that comes in 
all forms, all shapes, and that happens literally daily where, where he might light something else up. But um, and to the point where, you know, even through this injury again, and I never, like, I didn't even know if I would get back out there, like, even mm-hmm. two weeks ago, you know? Like, yeah. it's been really touch and go, and it's really been, like, me moment by moment being surrendered in and, like, say, okay, God, I like, I, I definitely can't do this. Um, yeah. So you're going to have to just lead the way and show me. And, um, and like, I, like I said, I don't know what most days hold, but, and like, I try to plan, but like, I know that ultimately he's in control and like, that's what's best for me. Yeah. And, and if you don't know that, thing. like, if you don't know that he will reveal that because he, yeah. like I said, he won't take you deeper into his love. Unless you, you, like, yourself cannot be a part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you and your flesh cannot be any, anywhere near that. So, he has to fluff that off. And, like, he has to reveal that. And he has to, to show you. Yeah. No, I love that. And it is so true. And it's just, it's easy to, like we said, to fall into self. And I get, I know that there's a lot of people who do lists that listen to this podcast and mm-hmm. I think they can relate so much to like you kind of freak out if you don't get your training in and then that makes you kind of step back and think where are my priorities absolutely um, and I've definitely had moments like that um where you know I would freak out if like my I couldn't have my meal at the time that I was supposed to have my meal and then I wasn't training the time that I was supposed to train and you know those things are important and it's okay to be driven. I would never say that it's not, but just remembering that the only reason why you get to do what you do every day is because God has allowed it. Yeah. And it is a privilege. Um, And if, like you said, if God calls you to do something else for that day, you don't get your training in, guess what? The reason why you are on the USA team, the reason why you qualified for for Pan Am's is because Mm -hmm. he allowed it. Not because, I mean, yes, obviously you've worked hard, but not because it's like, oh, well, if I didn't miss those three training sessions, I probably would have hit that, you know, one kg PR. Like that's not how it works. No, Um, no. And it's so easy to think that, you know, it's so easy to think that we're in control, but the most freeing thing I think that we have as Christians and as believers is that we're not in the control and we don't have to hold on so tightly to everything around us because it will drive you insane. Um, It -hmm. will just ruin your life. And I've had moments in my life where I was so stressed and so overwhelmed. And the only thing that took that away was surrendering and saying like, Basically, I don't care what happens to me because I know that Christ has me. And if I lose it all, but I still have Christ, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to be okay. Yeah. And when you come to those moments, like, it's, things get real. When that's, like, the thing I want to say to people is, like, is Christ enough for you? Like, can you answer that question? Because yeah. if you can't, like, you've got to go meet with God you got to go square up with God and you got to go get that right. Because this, we, we could all, I mean, I could die tomorrow. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's Mm going to happen. I mean, anything can happen. And I just want to scream and like, be like, can you rest your soul in God and be that enough? And that be enough because that's really all there is. And all of this will be stripped away. Everything, our house, our bed, our, you know, like, everything that we have, like, it is not ours. 
Yes. Even even our body is not ours. We are the temple of God. Like we are his dwelling place. Like we are not our own. You know. Yeah. So and anything can happen. I mean like I just know like and I just want to tell people like we're gonna have this moment in Revelation where you stand before this almighty power for God and like I just feel like there's so many Christians out there. Christians, professing Christians that do not know God and like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna say to them depart from me I never knew you mm-hmm. I never knew you like do you know God do you go and spend time with him every day yeah and I'm not I'm not calling anyone to judgment that is not mm-hmm. what I'm saying I'm saying this out of the agony of Christ in me that is like he is ready and waiting yeah. to know you he is yeah. ready and waiting with open arms. He is not this old man on a throne with his finger and pointing at you. He's got his arms wide open and saying, come here to me, my child. I love you so much. And that's what I want people to know is like he is readily available and waiting. Yeah. And he, want, he wants to know you intimately. He wants to have an intimate relationship with you and how do we do that we go and spend time with him we open the word we let him speak to us like you're not just going to have an earthly relationship where you're just like a drive-by you know like yeah you're going to spend time with that person you're going to want to spend every waking hour with them you're going to want to consult them about questions about your you know anything and everything you're going to want to go to movies with them you're going to want to go on a date you're you want to spend time with them. And it's just yeah. like God is the one who created you. And this is what he wants for everyone. And so I don't want anyone to stand before him, even in the next hour, in the next day, in the next month, years, whatever it be. And he say, depart from me. Like, I never really knew you. Like, who are you yeah. again? Who are you? Yeah. Like, I don't, and I can see him saying that just now to people like, who are you? I, I don't, yeah. I don't really know you. Um, and yeah, that's, I, yeah, that's, that was just like the agony of my soul. And I know that's Christ in me crying out because yeah. I don't want any, and like I see it, I see these professing Christians walking around in this low level of Christianity. Believe me, I walked that, I mm-hmm. lived that life. And I I know there is heaven on earth. The kingdom of God is here. It is now. And that is cultivated by spending time with him daily and getting in the word. And like like I said, it's never a chore. It's never hard. It's never hard with him, you know. Yeah. Um, but the kingdom of God is here. It is here and now. It is not, oh, Oh, just gut it out till we get to heaven. Like, no, 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 no. You are missing it. You are Mm -hmm. missing it. The kingdom of God is here and it's in us. He wants to live and dwell inside of you and live and give you, you know, peace that is beyond all understanding and love and joy and moment by moment fellowship with him so that we can literally experience heaven on earth moment by moment. Definitely. That is beautiful um, and so very true. I hope that whoever is listening to this 
um, just feels really, really encouraged um, and is not afraid to seek God um, in this confusion and in this time where things are just really uncertain um, because it's important. Um, the devil only wants us to be mediocre Christians, um, lukewarm yep. Yep. Christians, because we're not going to be bringing people to Christ. We're not going to be sharing the transformation that is possible for every single human being and the peace that is possible. Um, and he loves that. And he wants to see us um, overwhelmed and destroyed and just caught up with the world. Um, and that's not the purpose that God has for us at all. Um, so I love just what, how bold a, you are in your faith. It's amazing. And one more thing about Satan is that he will always get us to question God. Okay, that's his perfect deception is that he he wants he will he will seed you with a disappointment, so disappointment in, in this world. Mm-hmm. And he will and then that will in turn question make you question God and who God is. And I will say if you take that disappointment and you immediately turn to God and you give it to him and you rest in your position, and that is seated at the right hand of God, because we are seated at the right hand of God in Christ. When we rest in that position, and we know that God has that disappointment, or whatever it may be, that this trial, this um, this test, whatever is in front of us right here, this, this exact moment, our first inclination, run to God, run to Him, hand it over to Him, because like I said, we are powerless, but Christ is not. And Christ has all power in heaven and on earth. And every single thing must bow to his name. So immediately run to God. And I swear that will be where you can test the spirit. And you can see that you can almost laugh and be like, well, that was from Satan. Like literally. Yeah. Or even if it was from yourself. You can literally figure that out quickly. And I'm not saying look yeah. internally. I'm saying run to God. Mm-hmm. And that will be apparent. Never, never turn inward. We, do, we are never to turn inward. There's nothing in ourselves that's good. Yeah. We are to run to him and run to God and hand it over. Because like I said, yeah. we are powerless, but Christ in us is not. So by Christ handling it, then it's, it's under his feet. He's already, it's finished. It is done. So the devil will be very crafty in that he will say, oh, is, is God really with you? It doesn't really feel yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, yes. God says he is with me. He's holding yeah. me by my right hand. Nothing will move me. Nothing will shake me. And so we, we, we run to God. We hand it to him. And we, and we, we can then say, uh, you know what, that thought is going to have to bow to Jesus' name because uh, everything under the, everything on this earth, in heaven, in hell, will bow to his name. And so if it doesn't, then you can absolutely know, like, you can almost laugh and be like, well, Christ says you must bow to his name. Or just whisper his name, like, you whisper his yeah. name, it will, those thoughts, it will flee. Like, it will yeah. literally flee because you whispered his name. But I beg yeah. everyone, like, just run to God. Don't try to handle something internally. Don't try to handle an anxiety internally. Don't try to, like, 
fret over it and worry and, you know, immediately take that thought and run to God yeah. and hand it to him and actually, actually make it like a transaction in your head or close your eyes and actually act like you're handing it off to God, everything. And that includes yourself daily. Like, act like he is right in front of you, hand it over to him. And like, then he's got it. Like, you know, it's just like, then you're you're not worrying about doing it in your own power or in the flesh. Exactly. It's like, and you're not doomed to failure. You know that he has it. Yeah. 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 And the victory is his. It's won. Like, we already have victory. It's not like, oh, will I win the battle? Yeah. Like, it is won. The only Done. one is in Jesus' name. So that is Done. powerful. I love that. Well, as we wrap up the show, I just want to say thank you so much just for being so bold in your faith and um, just really being fearless um, in your just expression of how, you know, how God has used you. It's so great just to hear you talk about that and to talk with you. Um, I'm super honored. Where can people find you on social media if they want to give you a follow? Um, what is your social media handle? Um, and do you offer coaching services? Do you coach? I wasn't sure if you did or not. Yeah, so people can follow me um, on Instagram at, um, at Sarah Beast, S-A-R-A-B-E-A-S-T underscore. Um, and I do I do coach people. I have not ever, like, put it out there. But if someone reaches okay. out to me, I, like, yes, I do that. I just. I've let it kind of come to me organically. So um, I do a lot of nutrition and weightlifting and CrossFit. So, yeah. Cool. I feel like every great lifter does, so I had to ask. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. No problem. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again for just giving us so much of your time. Um, I appreciate it, and I will be talking to you soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Fear to Freedom. Make sure you keep up with us on our social media account at fear to freedom underscore podcast. And also leave us a review. If you like this episode, let us know. And if you want to hear any other topics, also drop a comment and we would love to have more fun features on this show. And again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week for another episode.